Hello, I'm Simon Tate, and you're listening to the latest episode of the Norfolk Storytelling Project, produced in association with Future Radio. This week's episode is called Make Me a Banjo. When it comes to British-made instruments, there aren't really a whole lot. Bagpipes have their British roots, and Norwich has its cathedral bells. But that really is about it. Even many of the constantly growing community of folk and bluegrass musicians in Norwich insist they like to be called Americana. When branding expert Simon Middleton looked around at his instruments, he realised that none of them were made in England. So he decided to change that and started the first massive wide-scale banjo breeding ground right here in Norwich for his own Great British Banjo Company. But first, Middleton needed some money. Norfolk Storytelling Project's Peter Thorne has the story. Perhaps because it's the only place in Great Britain where banjos are made, the Great British Banjo Company is something of an Norfolk secret. It's tucked away in a quiet office building on St George's Street across from the Playhouse Theatre. It's doorbellless, addressless, and unattainable even with a virtual in. journey on Google Maps. Welcome. Welcome to the Great British Banjo Company and our little home in the middle of Norwich. There are over 150 banjos inside, so go get at them, folk rock star. Yes, I'm Simon Middleton and I'm the managing director of the Great British Banjo Company. Middleton can't play most of his banjos. Because these are all right-handed models and I'm left-handed and partly because I'm not a very good banjo player. But he's a vocalist mainly and play guitar for his band, The Proposition. Before his obsession with making banjos took over. Three and a half years ago we started a retail shop just selling left-handed guitars. We created a brand called Left Hand Bear, named Left Hand Bear because bears have a tendency to be left-handed. But what we discovered along the way, by accident, because we started selling left-handed banjos, was that there was a real demand for banjos. Now, blame Mumford and Sons, and throwing Marling and Noah and the Whale while we're at it. Before what's called New Folk came along, Folk music had the image of beards, sandals, and wrinkly hippies rolling around the barnyard. But Mumford & Sons keyboardist Ben Lovett says his band is more like folk and roll. The banjos come back in a very strong way in the last two to th- five years, really. A very short time, but it's really come back. Banjos are selling in far greater numbers than they've done for many, many, many years. Norwich is just as much a place for writers as it is for songwriters. And storytelling often makes use of a good old-fashioned banjo. It's just the instrument to mute the sound of Facebook messages and computer hums and replace it with the twang and sunshiny brightness of a banjo. I think even just in our little spot here in, in, in the middle of Norfolk, there's an amazing number of people involved in acoustic, rootsy music of one sort or another, an awful lot of which involves banjos. Like the Penny Bloods. Martin Johnson is their banjoist. And most of our songs are about misery and murder and despair and that kind of thing. I got my first banjo in July of 2008. I know that because I got uh, a banjo for my birthday on the day that my first son was born. A banjo and a little boy at the same time. The Great British Banjo Company is the only production banjo manufacturer in the whole United Kingdom. I've been trying to find banjo shops to go and play banjos at and was finding trouble. I was having trouble finding them. It turned out I bought something else mail order to notice when I got it delivered that it had the a Norfolk phone number on it so I looked them up and they're in Norwich so I went down and met Simon in his little warehouse who doesn't really have a shop uh, and played some banjos and bought one. But there was a time when pretty much every home had a banjo. 
Then World War II happened, and banjo factories started making weapons. The radio happened, and all people stopped gathering around campfires to listen to homespun tunes. Then rock and roll happened, and then the folk revival. And now everyone, or a lot of people, want banjos, but they turn to importing from the United States or China to get them. It's quite a difficult pitch to a bank, for example, to say, we're going to build banjos in Britain, it hasn't been done for 60 years, but trust us, it's a good idea. We need £50,000. So many people told us it was impossible, it couldn't be done, and that you could, you could only start manufacturing banjos if you did it in China, and you imported them from China. And frankly, we just weren't interested in doing that. We wanted to build them in Britain. Which, and once people start to say, you can't do something, I, I feel even more compelled to do it. So he set up a Kickstarter to raise money by promising a banjo or coffee mug, T-shirt or banjo-related gear in exchange for a donation. He also summoned his favourite banjo players from around Norfolk together to help him make a video. Hello Kickstarter. We've been importing banjos for several years now, but during that period we've had an ambition to make a banjo of our own. He got in touch and said that he was trying to build a banjo and asked me to come and help uh, make the Kickstarter video. And it was yeah, kind of an internet sensation. I think it kind of got around and people like Bella Fleck, who's a really famous American banjo player, were kind of supporting it and tweeting about it. And much to our surprise, we raised nearly £50,000 on Kickstarter in the space of 60 days. One of the top 2% of all Kickstarter campaigns ever, including the USA. It wasn't just because the humble twang of the banjo sends one's heart a thumping. Middleton says it was the story behind the instrument that drew people in. He named the banjo the Shackleton, after Ernest Shackleton. You know, the Arctic explorer, the one with the banjos who tried to cross the whole Arctic via the South Pole. And then the, the adventure went a bit wrong. Uh, their ship got crushed in the ice and sank, and they were left stranded on frozen sea on the edge of the Antarctic. And they, all the men were allowed to take two pounds weight off, off the ship. And the only exception that was made was that Hussey, the meteorologist, was allowed to keep his banjo. Because Shackleton said, and I quote, we must have that banjo, it's vital mental medicine. Middleton has promised hundreds of his backers their own Shackleton by the end of January, so it's time to get building. You get a neck and stick the neck on here, and this is the part we'll do here, because the necks will be manufactured probably locally. The rims are coming from Manchester. Then we bolt it all together, and suddenly we've got a banjo. So <laughs> in the next few weeks, I'm going to be building banjos. <laughs> Middleton also has plans to make a banjo for some Arctic explorers. That's right. To celebrate Sir Ernest Shackleton's 100th anniversary trip, explorers are reenacting his adventure across the Arctic, and they want vital mental medicine to take with them. The Shackleton. It will be a limited edition, extreme condi weather conditions adventure banjo. And on the banjo, it won't say something like Made in Gooseville Lumbers, USA, or Barnyard Funk in a Haystack, Vermont. And it definitely won't be called something like Buckeye, or Cloverick, or Swampland, Tennessee Angel. Instead, engraved on the banjo will be something like Made in Norfolk, UK. That's because this time, the banjos that'll be giddily howling through the North Pole will be Shackleton's. And because they're Shackleton's, they'll be completely and thoroughly and nobly as British as our Norwich backyards. For the Norfolk Storytelling Project, I'm Peter Thorne. If you would like to hear more of the Penny Bloods, you can find them on MySpace. If you'd like to see how you could get your own Shackleton banjo, go to thegreatbritishbanjocompany.com. This concludes this week's episode of the Norfolk Storytelling Project. 
I'm your host, Simon Tate.